each other. He's a friend from work. <laughs> you had me at hello. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. Okay, this is how I went. All right? You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome back to Final Take, a conversation podcast about movies and those uh, good old classic, classic comedy movies from the 90s. I'm Ethan Semi. I'm Austin Davis. Uh, Today on the show, we are talking about 90s comedy films at the suggestion of Austin. Oh, surprise. (laughs) You say that like it's a surprise. Get the the (laughs) surprise out of your tone, okay? No, I'm not surprised at all. I'm just saying this is is something we, you had brought to the show last week and Mm -hmm. you had said like, hey. Ethan, you haven't seen a lot of '90s comedies, and I agreed. I, I haven't seen a lot of '90s comedies, and so we're like, "Yo, let's let's talk about '90s comedies on the show." So that's the plan for the show today. We have a list of ten of the what what are considered the most famous, mm-hmm. the funniest '90s comedies. We're gonna go through that list. We edited one of them. Yeah. So like we we took this list from like I think Watch Mojo, but then we kind of like edited it and changed it from our own like to make it our own so like their criteria was like notoriety like how well it did in the box office how like actually funny it is and all these different things so we're taking that and we kind of edit it a little bit to match what we felt was correct so we basically removed one movie yeah that's that's pretty much (laughs) that's pretty much exactly what exactly what we did Mm -hmm. uh overall pretty pretty good list though so we'll get into the list of 90s uh comedies we're gonna talk about um uh, you know, briefly, I I watched a couple ones that I haven't seen, so I'm very proud, and I'm I'm excited to share which ones those are on the show today. I feel I feel good about that decision that I made. Now it has been spring break, so I will say we've I've I've had family up. Uh, you know, my mother-in-law, uh, my daughter's grandma was up. Spent a lot of time with grandma this week, which means not a whole lot of time for movies. So. I didn't perform as well as I thought, as well as I would have wanted come this 90s comedy situation, but I'm, but I'm here and I'm prepared for it. Um, we talked last week about Popeye's chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I only heard from one person on social media and yeah. you know what? They agreed that Popeye's was better. Okay. That's one person. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. It's still, I got one on my, t- on my team. Uh, shout out Tyler. Thanks for being on the Popeye's team over here. I also had Popeyes again last week. Had another sandwich. I stand by my decision. Delicious. The Suicide Squad trailer dropped yesterday. We got a red red band trailer for the Suicide Squad. Didn't it come out with the regular trailer too? Uh, I I don't know. Did it? Did it come out with the reg? I only watched the red band one. Yeah. (laughs) Look, if there's a red band trailer and a regular trailer, I'm watching the red band one. Yeah. There's it's just not. I'm not gonna watch the regular one. Yeah, but for those that didn't watch the red band, you know, the (laughs) a little bit more conservative. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you're a little surprise. more conservative, you might not want to go see the Suicide Squad. It's kind of how we're going to play. Yeah, <laughs> if it has a red band trailer, then it's not that type of movie that you probably should watch. Yeah, exactly. And there's a reason it has a red band trailer. Let's talk about this trailer for a second. So the movie's dropping in August of this year. I just want to know right off the bat, it, do you think it's going to drop in August? Are we like How confident are we feeling it's going to drop in August? I say it will drop in August. You're putting money down like yep. it's good to go. The reason why is because I think we'll hit like that herd immunity all right, by all right. like July. You're so you're feeling good. Your things mm. are looking promising. Yeah, feeling hopeful. Well, you gotta think like people are getting vaccinated. 
by like beginning of May yeah, per the president. So like, like three million people got yeah. vaccinated yesterday. So I would say there's a good shot. There's a good chance. Looking solid. Yeah. Yeah. I texted you and I was like, okay, watch, watch this trailer first off. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yes, like I'm, I'm going to go see this in the theater. And I did this with black widow t- for you as well. When black widow got rescheduled to like July 9th, I think it was, mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, guess where I'm going to be July 9th sitting in the closest IMAX theater that I can get to. And you're like, yeah, I'm probably going to be there with you. So yeah. Like, yeah. Damn right. Yeah. We're going to be there. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking positive thoughts for August. Mm-hmm. Suicide squad is looking good. The trailer uh, came out. I, I want to run through this cast list real quick. I'm going to pull it up on IMDb. There's only one that matters. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Start off. Who Who's the one cast member that matters in this movie the most? Sylvester Stallone. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to go that way. I knew it was coming. And very impressive. What does he play? He plays uh, King the Shark. King Shark. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. I, th- I thought he was, I thought he played, I thought it was called like Shark Man or something. No, it's called th- King Shark? This is not Shark Boy and Lava Girl here. <laughs> hey, that's a gold, that's a gold standard movie. <laughs> Don't even throw it under the bus. Okay, this cast list. So Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, Taika Watiti is on this cast list. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, King Shark, yes. Uh, Viola Davis, Idris Elba, Jai Courtney, Michael Rooker, uh, Pete Davidson mm-hmm. as Blackguard. I, I, Pete Davidson popped up in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh my god, I totally forgot Pete Davidson's gonna be in this movie." Which <laughs> I'm like super, he's an actor. What? I'm super. <laughs> I'm super pro. After <laughs> King of Staten Island, I, you know, I was like, "It's kind of on Pete Davidson." Mm-hmm. I think this looks like the right movie for him. I like this kind of comedy, less like action comedy, like self-deprecating shit mm-hmm. that's got Pete Davidson written all over it. I'm just wondering how it'll do. Like, I feel like his role is gonna be so small. Not going to lie. Yeah, I guess I hope it's not as small as it probably will end up being. Uh, John Cena, uh, David Dasmokleon, Polka Dot Man. He's fantastic. He's from Ant-Man. Yeah. He's one of uh, one of the Scott crew. Lang's crew members. Um, Sean Gunn, Michaela Hoover, uh, Storm Reed. I mean, this is a stacked, just a stacked list. And I didn't know that Michael Rooker was in this movie either. Um, what did you think of the trailer initially? Um, I am all for this comedic, uh, dirty adult oh, yeah. version of a comic book. So I, it's gold. It yeah, looks like gold. I am hoping that James Gunn brings his a game to this. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think it will. Yeah. And I think that there'll be like this. Hey, maybe, maybe DC's on a resurgence. From this one movie, you're gonna say no. I oh, mean, yeah, with, with well, including with, with yeah, I'm just saying oh, like, okay. could DC be in a resurgence of like, okay, now we're maybe finding a groove that we can fit in. I want to believe you, mm-hmm. and I want to say that that's because that's what I want to. Yeah. I don't want DC to. I don't want DC to be the DC that they've been. Mm-hmm. I want to see good things come from DC. I really enjoyed Snyder Cut. It looks like I'm gonna really enjoy the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But if history is our guide. I just, I just have this feeling that like the suicide, so like Snyder cut did great and people are like here for it. And now it's, re, you know, restore the Snyderverse and all of this, which I'm totally on that train for, mm-hmm. but we're going to get the suicide squad from James Gunn, who we know can make really good movies. Mm-hmm. He can make good, especially superhero movies. He can make good superhero movies. And I feel like this is going to do really well. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all that's going to be. Yeah. I don't think it'll carry Like, I don't think this momentum will carry forward and I don't see DC and like Warner Brothers being like, oh, like we've kind of cracked our formula a little bit. I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm hopeful, but I don't see it happening. I do think the Suicide Squad is going to be fantastic. Yep. It looks wonderful. I really do want to see it in a theater because there are a few movies that I generally want to go see. There are a few comedies that I want to go see in a theater where I'm like, oh, that's... Really? Comedies are the thing that you don't want to go see? Yeah, you know, usually I'm I'm pro what is theater wrong with you? <laughs> if, if it's action-oriented. Because then, like, I can justify a theater. Like, oh, we're going to the big screen. Or, you know... I pre- disagree with this wholeheartedly. Pre-pandemic, I was like, oh, just see fucking anything in a theater because I've got, you know, I've got my Regal Unlimited and now... You know, everything went kaputs. See, I want to go laugh with a group of people that I do not know about something that we all find (laughs) similarly. Yeah, that's no, that's what I'm getting at. That's the point I'm getting at is I want to see this movie in the theater because I can picture myself in a theater, everybody else laughing, and we're all laughing together at the same thing in a movie theater at a at an R-rated DC superhero movie. Sounds phenomenal. It sounds like a premium time. And I think James Gunn will deliver. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy for DC, but rated R. And I, more obscure. But okay, don't don't compare it to a movie <laughs> that you already, already did. <laughs> it, it's a different movie. It is a different movie. Just because he's done Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy doesn't mean it's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, I know. I'm just so, you know just, you gotta give people more creative. Like, he's gotta creative. he's got a proven track record, that's all I'm trying to say. Okay, I'm pro Suicide Squad, you're pro Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely going to go see in the theater. Yep. That's, that's, we're sold. Uh, let's talk comedies of the nineties. Okay. There, do, do you want me to, I want to give the list of 10 first. Should I like throw down the whole list? So, so our listeners know what we're getting no. or should we go one by one? One by one. How do you not know how <laughs> lists work? <laughs> you don't, you don't just say, Hey decide. audience, here's our list of 10. Here's and then the by the way, list. yep. Now you can leave. <laughs> see ya. You're out of here. Enjoy your, enjoy your very, very short podcast. All right, so I'm going to start with a movie that I saw this week. And this list is in no particular order. This is, We're not, like, ranking or anything. We're just saying. Mm-hmm. this is These are the movies on the list. We will talk about what is what we think the funniest movie of the 90s is at the very at the end of the show. That's because what you that, think. That'll need to be established. <laughs> that will have to be established. It has to be established, okay? I'm going to start with a movie that I watched this week. Uh, listeners know Austin. You know, obviously. I'm... I'm a Sandman mm-hmm. guy. I preach, I preach the Sandman, and I feel conflicted because, uh, you know, and, and rightfully so, so, I feel like I should feel conflicted because I'm a big Uncut Gems guy, mm-hmm. but I also haven't seen a whole lot of other things that Adam Sandler's been in, mostly just Uncut Gems, and so I mm-hmm. feel like I'm kind of an imposter, but I did watch a movie this week. I watched Happy Gilmore this week. There we go. And And I feel like, I feel like the Sandman Club has started to accept me, started to allow me in their general presence because now that I've seen this movie, I got to say I was su- I was happily surprised at how good this movie and was. And how long did it take you to watch this movie? Years. <laughs> it did. It Years. took me a long time, and I just said happily surprised. I didn't even mean to. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a comedic genius over here. Very comedically humorous. So, yeah, Happy Gilmore, he's a hockey player turned, like, pro golfer. Mm-hmm. And tries to win money to buy back his grandma's house. Essentially, what I kind of thought of this movie... So, it, so it came out in 96. Essentially, what I kind of thought of this movie was like dodgeball before... Dodgeball before dodgeball, but with golf. Like, it kind of has this like dodgeball-esque feel, right? Where you have like a good guy and a bad guy. And like you have to raise a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time. I feel like that's a pretty common trope in a lot of... 
Oh yeah, it's a, it's a lot of it's it's a very common trope. But I've seen dodgeball like a hundred times. So I think my mind was just like, oh, this is like dodgeball. Um, I thought Christopher McDonald as Shooter McGavin is a plus, mm-hmm. a plus material. He, I I don't want to say he was funnier than Adam Sandler, but like he might have been. Mm-hmm. So funny to me, and that the, the way he shoots, and like just the way he gets upset at everybody is hilarious. Did you did you watch recently? Like they. Like the anniversary just happened of the film, and yes. you saw like they both were like doing their little things. Yeah, and did you see his response too? I did. Yeah, yeah. So he he like sunk a putt like in his house, right? Yeah, like a like a two foot putt. It <laughs> yeah, was like, it was like nothing. N- yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he like did the whole like shooter McGavin like shoot thing, and like he had you know kind of his he like got into character for a minute, and mm. I thought it was funny at the time. And I was like, oh, this is pretty funny because it's from a movie. And now that I've seen the movie, I'm like, that's that's gold. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I have not written my review on Letterboxd of it yet, but I got to say I was I was very happy. I, I'm a little anxious when it comes to Adam Sandler in the 90s. That's, okay. that's all I've got to say. Why? This that's, is my last that, point on his... the movie. I know. So that's what I want to talk about. We got a DM from uh, Ben Lawhorn. Mm-hmm from three films in a podcast, mm-hmm. lovely show, lovely people. Ben basically said like, Hey, the nineties was Adam Sandler's golden age. Yeah. Do you agree or disagree? 100% agree. 100% agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I, I was going to go through here and see what, what he's been in, in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So we'll stick to movies. It looks like, um, shakes the clown, which I've never heard of. I don't think anybody's heard of that. I'm pretty sure that's just a skit from SNL. Okay. Well, it's on here. It's on IMDb. So I was I was listening. Yeah, listening. I think you got to look at the film's portion and not Well, I think it's all it's all together. Uh well, there's a big Saturday Night Live thing. So anyway. Yeah. Uh he's a cast member of SNL, so Yes, I know. Any any crushes on SNL? Um Airheads, Mixed Nuts, Billy Madison. So Billy Madison straight into Happy Gilmore the next year. Mm-hmm. Um Bulletproof, The Wedding Singer. Uh, the Water Boy, Big Daddy, and then Deuce Bigelow. He's in. He's in Deuce Bigelow. He's uncredited. It says, but he's in it. Yeah, he's like a small scene. He had that that list strictly notoriety wise, massive. Mm-hmm. People know all of those movies. Yeah. I just my apprehension with Adam Sandler is like he's so intense, like he's so over the top, and I was really worried that Happy Gilmore because like that's not really my kind of humor of like, oh, he's like overreacting out of his anger and like that's hilarious like i don't i just don't really find that a lot of funny mm-hmm. and when well, obviously i kind of like talk about this with some of the other movies and so i was really worried he was going to do a lot of that where, where i kind of thought it would be like a little more cringe than funny mm-hmm. but he didn't and i was very glad he delivered on happy gilmore mm-hmm. and his character is is hilarious and uh i i think sublime film thanks for making me watch it yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you. So now that I've seen Happy Gilmore, I feel a little bit better. I still need to see, you know, I need to see The Wedding Singer. I need to see The Water Boy, so Big good. Daddy. You're, you're missing out on comedy gold here. I know, I know. That's that's what I've been that's what I've been told. I've seen Punch Drunk Love, but I that's, that's not that's not comedy. I know, I know. It's that's like not real. Sat- Adam Sandler satirical comedy. I know. I did just listen to the uh, podcast uh, Smartless with. <laughs> Will Arnett and who else is that? It's got a couple other guys, super famous guys. Anyway, uh, fantastic show. 
and they interviewed Adam Sandler and they kind of talked about his career. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing my Adam Sandler homework. It's just, it's been a long process. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. This is like saying like <laughs> some like author's book, like the, their most recent one is good. And then not understanding <laughs> where they came from. Like they're, they're this is like go- the longest yard click. Like I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of these. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your, what's your movie that you're going to talk about from the list here? All right. From, uh, from that list that we stole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Our but, stolen our semi, list. But hey, we, we changed it. So it's not plagiarism. Uh, yeah. It's our own yeah. list. Yeah. yeah. The final take list. Uh, it is American Pie. Oh, American Pie. Yeah. So, I mean, now the, the, all, I'm going to preface this right now. This movie has not necessarily aged that well. Not even close. No. Um, <laughs> I haven't I mean, seen it for a hot minute, yeah. but I remember not ideal. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it was released in 1999. Um, so, right at the end of it. Uh, directed by the Weintz Brothers. Uh, stars Jason Biggs, Sean William Scott, Eddie Thomas, and Thomas Nicholas. Um, the idea of this film is basically these are four friends, like, in high school that create this little pact to basically have sex before uh, they're... Like, go to college? Yeah, right? before yeah. they go to college. Um, and like some of them are virgins, some of them are not and stuff like that. And like throughout the, the little things that they start to fall in love with certain people and stuff like that. And, um, they, they start to grow up and become more mature. Like it's like a coming of age story, mm-hmm. but then add like a ton of raunchy humor. <laughs> right. Like the one scene in particular, like we got it kind of address that is one of those ones that does not age well is there's a scene with Shannon Elizabeth where she's like, in the like in Jason uh Biggs like bedroom and he's like secretly recording her like yeah that's not okay now. like not okay oh, then that, or now it's not like okay yeah. ever <laughs> um so like that doesn't age well yeah but like just some of like the tr- like the tropes and stuff like Dan uh what's it Dan Levy or U- not, uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy, Levy. Yeah. yeah um Dan Levy's dad yeah he's in it and he plays Jason Biggs dad and it's just hilarious like the interaction yeah like between the two of them um like him just sitting down with like with uh Jason Biggs character Jim and just being like hey Jimbo (laughs) just going all dad on him Mm -hmm. and but then there's like uh, but this movie has such an icon I mean like it created the like the acronym MILF like MILF was not like a thing until like until America yeah so um yeah, and this came out in 99, so, like, mm-hmm. we're on the cusp of, of, like, the new decade. Yeah. You know, going into the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think back and, like, uh, there's, like, one scene. I'm thinking of, like, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was the second one or the first one, but basically the Sean William Scott character gets, like, the the worst things happen to him, mm-hmm. but they're just funny because he plays such, like, it's like Stifler plays just, like, just such a douchebag. So terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst. I was gonna see uh, how many American Pie movies there are because there's I feel American like there's Pie a one, lot. two, uh, three, which is the wedding, and then four for the reunion. Damn, you're an American Pie aficionado. And then they then go. they go on and make like these random other American Pies. So like okay. the American Pie Band Camp, American oh, Pie. Oh, like spinoffs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, was American Pie like? Uh, Naked Mile or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Naked like, Mile. I, I've definitely heard of that. I've, is I mean one of the top Googled questions when you Google America, how many American Pie movies are there is American Pie five happening? Who's asking this question? Well, I mean if it, <laughs> if it's off of the main series, so they did Reunion, and I haven't okay, seen Reunion. Yeah. That's like I just haven't because you know <laughs> you just haven't got around yeah. to it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like 
what what do they do after reunion like yeah where do you go like, yeah yeah i feel like re- reunion is definitely the cap yeah like american pie that <laughs> what do you do like nothing dropping the kids off at college like, yeah like like 20 years later yeah like in the future back in august 2012 a fifth american pie movie was announced to be in development the latest update on american pay five uh, american pie five came in 2018 when the directors said they could start filming soon but that didn't happen that's the latest from Screen Rant. Looks like all you people out there hoping for that American Pie Five, it's not happening. Mm-mm. Sorry, folks. So let's let you you bring a very interesting point to the '90s comedies that I that I kind of is like the main point I wanted to cover in this show. Mm. As I things don't age well. <laughs> yes, pretty much. That's the gist. <laughs> that's pretty much exactly where I was going with this. Mm-hmm. Things don't age well. So I'm going to talk about the next movie on the list. That I that I just watched last night, okay, and I think this is kind of helps navigate that conversation. I watched Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, okay. I've never seen an Austin Powers movie. I have no no negative connotations, no positive. I'm totally neutral on Austin Powers. I actually like Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. I think Mike Myers on SNL hilarious. I think he's really funny in a lot of other things that he does. Um, man, how do I put this? Yeah, it just didn't age didn't work for me i did not think that that movie was funny at all i I'm think gonna, it's a classic i'm gonna it. be that guy I, and i'm gonna say i just didn't think austin powers was good how can you how can you say that i i was so I it spawned the tra- three movies three total movies i watched the trailer for austin power austin powers the spy who shagged me mm-hmm. which came out in 1999 yeah. yeah and that's the one where he's got like he's got mini me Mm-hmm. And that one looked funny based on the trailer. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It wasn't on this list. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll watch International Man of Mystery first. Like that, that would make sense. You know, yeah. watch the first one. Um, it did not age well in the slightest. And there were there were a couple, there were a couple like little chuckles that I oh, gave. Okay. <laughs> but the, there's one scene in particular that I think of is like with uh, Will Ferrell, because this is what back yeah, when okay, Will Ferrell yeah, was that's like. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. Yeah, when he's like this <laughs> character that like goes down the cliff and he's just like yelling up at them. He's just like, hey guys, I'm still alive. He's like, I'm I, badly injured. I designed this. And if someone can open open the gate, I can get out. Yeah. And then and then whatever, uh, Dr. Evil calls someone down there. And then Will Ferrell's like, oh, you shot me. You shot me in the arm. Yep. And then you hear another gunshot. That's funny. But nothing else is really funny. So like, How, what Mike Myers is what so this, over the, the top. The tent scene though, he's so over the top. But like, there's like the, the whole like shadow backdrop thing where like the people are like they come up and like they're trying to like get Austin Powers, but then like, I like, don't think this is from that movie because that is not. I'm not recalling that. I feel like it's in every one of them. There's there's multiple scenes in here where like they use like you know props to like cover body parts, mm-hmm. which is like. That's funny in theory. It just didn't really make me laugh. What about the scene where like he's like they wake him up and he's peeing and <laughs> it just keeps on going? Like, see, I just like didn't it didn't. It's not. I don't know. It's just like not really my kind of humor. And I feel like if I watched and this the Johnson scene in the nineties, it would it it maybe would have been funnier. Like I just don't know. So there's so many classic scenes, and I'm very disappointed that you're saying. That I know you would be, and that's why I I feel bad like starting the show like this because now I know you're gonna be, you're gonna think I'm like a '90s comedy hater, which I'm not. But I, I just feel don't like, think that you realize the humor. I just I, I discredit just, everything you say le- from now on. <laughs> I'm not at that level. I'm not at that humor level yet. I haven't graduated to the next level. 
it's just like not really my kind of humor. Mike Myers is so over the top for me. And there are a lot of things that didn't age well, like especially like him trying to essentially like get with his assistant mm. and like, you know, like essentially like forcing her into like trying to get on the bed and like try like, do I make you so horny baby and yeah. all this stuff? Like it's kind of funny, but then it's also like, uh, that's nah, didn't age well. It's so not for me. I, I remember watching this as like a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And, seems totally appropriate yeah you know um <laughs> my parents didn't care <laughs> but i used to quote this movie a lot as a child and all the adults found it hilarious and i like now as an adult i'm like like i get why that was funny That's but like funny. why would you let me like quote this movie like i'd right. sit there as like a like i when did it come out again it came out in 97 okay yeah a seven-year-old <laughs> going and quote this movie yeah do I make you horny, baby? Like that. Like. I would love if if a seven year old came up to me and said that, I would laugh, and then I'd be like, "Yeah, where are your parents, and what are you watching at home? Let's yep. talk about this in the home life real quick." Yep. Yep. Nope. That's, that's super funny. That's what the adults would allow me to do. I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." It's just like it, I don't know. It just is like not not my not my cup of tea for movies. I just I I have to be honest. I have to be honest here. It's just like I have zero desire to see any other Austin Power movies now. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. You're you're missing out on Goldmember. Like, come on, that's got it's got Beyonce. Yeah, not enough to sway me. God, not gonna do you. it. How dare <laughs> you get out of here? Leave my house. <laughs> Show's over. Shut it down. Lock it. Shut it down. Lock it up. We're out of here. <laughs> what do you got? What's your next movie? The next one is Office Space. Ah. So another 1999 film. Mm -hmm. uh, this is directed by Mike Judge. Um, if you don't know who that is, I'm so sorry. Uh, he has like a classic. I'm guessing you don't know who that is. I by the by the look of your face, <laughs> the audience can't see it. But when I just said that, you're like, I don't know that that look of I do not well, know who that I is. I know who he is now. Now they looked him up on IMDb. <laughs> the creator of Beavis and Butthead and King, King of the Hill. Hill. Yep. Uh, also, Idiocracy is another movie oh, that okay. he did. Um, he did. Uh, why am I blank on it? He did Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley. Looks like yeah. So he's known for like this, like kind of um, how would I put it? Like either really dumb humor, yeah, or really like smart that you just don't like. It's so a such subtle humor. Sure, smart subtle humor. Yeah, the double S humor. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> like if you ever watch Idiocracy, that's a movie I recommend you watch um, because it's basically uh, predicting the future. Uh, that's yeah, it's pretty much what what we're living in now. Yeah. Um, but no. So this movie, uh, Office Space, uh, it stars what's their name? Uh, Ron Livingston, Jennifer Aniston, David Herman, and a J. A J. Yeah, looks like a J. Naidu. Naidu. Yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. like it. I'm really bad at names, as Gary, you all I probably mean, know. Yeah. Gary Cole. The yeah. Gary Cole meme, a classic. Yeah. There's just, there's a, quite a few like random people in it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, it basically follows like three software engineers, um, that are like going to the office and stuff like that. But then one of them, um, gets hypnotized. And oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen this movie, okay. and I feel bad about that because it actually looks funny to me. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it was spring break, and and I I had very limited movie time, <laughs> so I haven't seen this. Yeah. Well, anyways, like, I didn't I didn't know that the hypnotized was he, part of it. Yep. He gets hypnotized, and then um, basically, like instead of like actually wanting to do work, he's just like, Nah, I don't really want to do work. <laughs> and but like everyone okay. like sees him like so much differently with confidence and like stuff like that, and he's mm -hmm. just like, Nope, <laughs> not for me. Yeah. 
Not today. Um, he just becomes way too relaxed because like he's like overstressed and like like Jennifer Aniston's character uh, is his love interest and in being like you're just yeah you're not yeah not doing it so <laughs> not working. Yeah, I mean, but it shows like a good like little like structure of like office work and stuff like that. Um, there's definitely like some funny scenes like you the one of the most like quotable I think scenes from it is the uh, the red staple. Like stapler, yeah. Like, do you have my stapler? Do you like the? I forget the actor's name, but he would be like, I uh, just looking for my stapler. Is it? No, nah, I'm not even gonna guess who it is based on the cast list because I have no clue. Uh, it looks like a really funny movie, and and the reason I know Ron Livingston, uh, besides the fact that he just got cast as as the Flash's father in in the upcoming Flash movie, is that he is in Swingers. Mm-hmm. He's one of their friends in Swingers. Yeah, love. Yeah, love that movie. Uh, Steven Root is the plays Milton, who oh, plays okay. as like this like the the type of glasses that make your eyes look ten times bigger. Um, oh my God, Steve! Wait, Steven Root from Dodgeball? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. Um, he, I'm so sold on this movie. It's crazy. Now you're gonna go home and watch I'm it. I go home and want to watch it. Even you know? though, I like it's funny because I gave you this like list like I know a while ago. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel um, bad. But yeah, no. So this is definitely one of those like classic. It's not going to be your like your slapstick comedy like some of these ones that we've already discussed. Um, it's going to be more of that like subtle like smart humor, um, and it's just like funny. Like there's scenes like one of the characters' name is Michael Bolton, and like uh, everyone just kind of laughs at or like asks if he's a big fan of Michael Bolton, and he like but he's like <laughs> rightfully this, so. Yeah, he's like this white guy, and he's just like no, like I'm into gangster rap, and like. <laughs> Like, it's just hilarious. So I highly, highly recommend this movie if you've not seen it. Well, I'll take that, rec- I'll take that recommendation. I'll take it. I'm, I'm going to watch the movie. All right. Is what's your next is one? what's going to happen. Okay. The next one I want to talk about is The Big Lebowski. The Big we Lebowski. We can't have a 90s comedy list if we don't include The Big Lebowski. Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Let's be honest here. So I, I wish I would have rewatched this this week. And, and mm-hmm. shortly before we were recording... I was going through some Big Lebowski clips, some scenes, some mm. quotes. I was laughing because yeah. this this is good. I I I won't say this is the funniest '90s movie. It's really fucking funny though. Yeah. I it came out in '98, so you know I'm noticing a theme. Late '90s. Oh, I got some early '90s coming in hot. Oh, coming in hot. Coming in hot. I'm sparking the list mm-hmm. at the end. So, Big Lebowski. I mean, Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, mm. uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Tara Reed, there. This movie, uh, it, it's, it's just really funny to me. It's just really funny. Yeah, it's iconic. Like the, the <laughs> it's tr- iconic. Yeah, it, I mean, you you have the dude. Like. You have the dude played by Jeff Bridges, right? And and so here here's exactly what IMDb says because because I never exactly know what's going on in the Big Lebowski. I've seen it a handful of times and I'm never exactly sure of like. The plot line. So the dude is mistaken for a millionaire of the same name. He seeks restitution for his ruined rug and enlists his bowling buddies to help get it. That should tell you enough that this movie's gold. It's classic. And yeah, the fact that the bowling, I mean, and then you have the Jesus in this movie as mm-hmm. well. Uh, the bowling is so heavy. I, there's a lot of, lot of quotables mm-hmm. from this movie. I feel like, and I've got to be frank. I'm a big John Goodman guy. Oh yeah, he he nails his part in this movie. Let's not let's not lie here. 
Walter, Wal, uh, how do you pronounce his last name again? Walter Subchak? Is that his, his You're word? asking the wrong person that butchers every single person's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> to you about that. John Goodman, and I will, I got I to gotta throw in the hot take here. John Goodman as uh, Fred Flintstone. Hmm, magnif- <laughs> magnifique. Love to see it. My wife he, is a huge Flintstones fan. <laughs> he plays a character, a, a person, like, I look at him, like, because of all, like, uh, Roseanne. Okay. Like, the, like back in the day, yep. like he played this like this comedy kind of guy, mm-hmm. but he plays Dude. these like serious like roles really well, yes, or like does. this like mixed serious and funny role. Like I I think of a uh, father or no uh, brother where art thou? Okay. Um, I think of like uh, Clover, uh, Clover ten Cloverfield like, Lane. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, and like various other movies. I know we're gonna be talking about like uh, Kong. Um, yeah soon and he played in the original uh king kong movie okay um he's the... he's inside lewin he's in inside lewin davis as well mm-hmm. he's i feel like he's a super versatile actor that, that nobody really talks about but he definitely in terms of john goodman in terms of like mm-hmm. you know glory days are would probably be like late 90s i don't know early I, he's just i feel like he's good at each like time but i look at he's been the... acting forever by the way like his imdb is like yeah humongous but i look at all 163 acting credits yeah go ahead i was gonna say i look at all three of like the main characters we look at um jeff bridges john goodman and steve buscemi like they all are versatile type people and Um, how are they the perfect trio like who who would have thought like let's put these three guys together mm -hmm. and we've got the the perfect trio that that works so well together yeah and Especially John Goodman and Steve Buscemi. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. We were watching that clip right before the show. You're out of your element, Donnie. You're out of your element, Donnie. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. All it's amazing, Mm -hmm. and the fact that that Steve Buscemi is like just unflinched, Mm -hmm. uh, just like keeps going. Yeah, is hilarious. Um, and 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 I for some reason I always remember the scene where he's he had he's drinking like a white Russian in the in the limo. Yeah, he's like, whoa, man, like you're gonna make me spill my drink. Yeah. Like, I was thinking it's so funny for me. And I guess to my point, like, this type of humor is less, I don't know, less, like, in-your-face kind of humor, more of this, like, subtle, mm-hmm. subtle kind of sneaky, smart humor. Yeah. That I really, I personally enjoy, and just gold movie. Gold yep. mine. Old mine? Yeah, mine. I want yours. Next one? Okay. So, Give it like I said, early 90s coming in hot uh, with Wayne's World at 1992. Um, oh yeah, that's early '90s. Yep, uh, it stars Michael Myers and Dana Carvey, Rob Lowe, and uh, Tia Carrari. Carrari, Carrari. Uh, like I said, I'm terrible. At <laughs> um, this is one of my like one of my favorite uh, like '90s movies for sure. Um, it follows uh, basically they took like Mike Myers and Dana Carvey took their character Wayne and Garth from SNL and yeah. made it into a movie. Um, essentially, these are two friends that film like do basically a public um access tv show together in like the basement of wayne's like house like his parents house Mm -hmm. um you kind of get in like the intro to to wayne is like he's been like this person that's worked at every single job but like this is like his like passion is just to kind of like talk about these random things like music mostly music um and other stuff like that uh but essentially what's happening is like this has such a cult following like mm-hmm. this show um, that these like basically bigger networks want to kind of take it over and like uh, give them like sponsorships and stuff like that and just make it into a cash cow. Um, Fucking corporations. Yep. And Classic. so I'm going to 
I'm gonna like you've never seen this movie. Spoil it. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Spoil away. No, no, I'm just gonna ask you. Who do you think plays that corporate greedy person out of the four people I just mentioned? Just fucking Rob Lowe. Rob. No fucking shit. <laughs> like you, I look at him. Throw, throw me a freaking <laughs> bone here. That's the one thing I did pick up from mm. Mike Myers or from from uh, uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> he. Okay. So Rob Lowe, like back in the '90s, played like such a douchebag character, like in almost Dude. everything. Yeah. Um. But then, like, you look at, like, the 2000s, and now he plays, like, the happy-go-lucky yeah. character. Like He's so funny in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, literally the funniest character <laughs> yeah. in Parks and Rec. So, anyways, um, yeah, so Rob Lowe plays, like, this guy who's, like, basically just trying to get as much money from uh, Wayne's World and, like, basically gets the rights to, to own uh, Wayne's World. But then uh, he's also trying to... Uh, so Wayne falls in love with this this girl, and Rob Lowe uh, basically tries to steal her from him. Rob Lowe would, yeah. Uh, and so it's like the the whole like he doesn't tr- like Wayne uh, doesn't trust him and stuff like that. Sure. And so uh, no, like there's just some great iconic scenes. I mean, I think of particularly the um, the Queen's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody scene. Um, where Dana Carvey, he is like just mouthing words. Um, and I think that the, the, the tiny take is like, they changed the song from something else. Um, and he just oh. didn't have time to actually study the, the lyrics. Oh my gosh. Really? So he just, uh, just kind of like mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, there's also a scene where like they go into a, like essentially like the, uh, like a guitar store and they go in and start playing like. Uh, stairway to heaven and like they the, like the guy stops him and like points to the sign and oh a sign God. says no stairway, no stairway to heaven, heaven. yeah <laughs> um like just like stuff like random stuff yeah. like that would happen or uh like, i love stuff like that i think that's really funny yeah um there'll be like scenes where like uh was it mike myers would or like uh what's his wayne he'd yeah. go to rob lowe's character and be like a sphincter says what <laughs> and the worst. He, yeah like all these like random like yeah. small jokes and oh another because like just because of um uber eats recently has oh right yeah has their commercial now um so the f- in the movie they talk about like corporate sponsorship and how terrible it was but then in that whole entire scene is just a montage of corporate sponsorship like yeah like they'll be like pulling out like a pizza from a box of like from pizza hut and yeah. like the box lid will be like showing <laughs> right pizza to hut. the camera yeah. <laughs> um or they'll be like drinking pepsi and like yeah this is like just we, we want to be the voice of a new generation and, and then like, like drink it <laughs> the logo is like yeah. right easily yeah. readable mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just like we don't want yeah. to do like all this stuff oh and then another scene lovely scene is i see i told you this Love is one of my favorite scenes yeah or one of the favorite movies um there's a scene where like garth is working on like this arm okay and then like rob Lowe comes up kind of like behind him and is like what what are you doing and then the arm starts to like freak out um and i i never understood it and then like i found out a little bit like i did a little bit more research and i found out the reason why this arm started freaking out yeah is because dana carvey's character uh garth was developing a robot to kill rob Lowe. <laughs> oh so the arm is like it knows it, that rob Lowe is close exactly yeah. <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> that's hilarious so love to see it stuff like that i feel like i would really like this movie i know i don't know i'm so disappointed i didn't watch it in time I, for the show i don't know you said that you didn't like austin powers so it's I, mike myers 
I know, I know, and and that's that's kind of where the tough like the tough sauce comes in because I'm not against Mike Myers. Austin Powers is just like a very particular style of humor that Mike Myers like applies to that. I feel like I'd be more apt for like Wayne's World type humor. Uh-huh. Plus with Dana Carvey, like Austin Powers is all Mike Myers. Yeah. So I feel like that could you know that that like might offset. I'm looking at the IMDb and it says you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll hurl. Sounds appropriate. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I'd like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta watch Wayne's World. I mean, I even know I know lines from it and I haven't even seen it. Right? It's like the Wayne's World thing. Yeah. Wayne's World, Wayne's World. <laughs> Party time, excellent. <laughs> See? I told you, I yeah. know something. Um, okay, I've only got two left on my list. Me too. I'll go with Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Okay, solid First, choice. Solid choice. I really do like this movie. Jim Carrey again. Like, if we're talking golden golden ages, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey in the nineties. Oh yeah, for is, sure. Is is gold, right? Like, I'm gonna I'm I'm pulling up what he's what like what he came out with in the nineties. Well, um, but just, it's stacked. I just find it funny. Like SNL did not want him as like a person. What the heck? Yeah, and like I feel like they missed out. Like, SNL, yeah. Well, like SNL in the nineties got super like from the little that i know about it and i've like listened to interviews and stuff is they you know like we're kind of overtaken by somebody else and at that time things were very like political mm-hmm. in terms of who they wanted who they didn't like uh you know moving forward and etc so i don't i well, don't know i mean you it look, seems like they made a bad choice well, yeah i mean you look at the 90s and who was famous in terms of comedy you have mike myers you have adam sandler uh, you have Chris Farley, you have Dana Carvey, you have uh, David Spade. Spade. Like all five of those people went yeah. on and made a t- uh, like super like, famous. Yeah, within the nineties. Yeah, and also you have Jim Carrey, who is one person that's not that auditioned multiple times to be in SNL. That's so that interesting. Didn't get it uh, yet. He was one of the biggest stars in the nineties. So crazy for comedy. I think even Ed, like no. When did Eddie Murphy? He was in the eighties. <sighs> Yeah, I think he was before. I think he was before that time because you've mm. got Ace Ventura in '94. The oh my god, I can't even the with, mask. Ni- with 1994. Yeah. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. Mm. All three. That's a golden he, trio. Yeah. He they say that, all in the same year. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, they. I think they say that he was the actor of the year uh, for like that year. I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of him and Batman Forever. I will I will ride or die with Batman Forever, even though I've only seen it once as a kid. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. He's a great he's a great Riddler. Uh, Ace Ventura, and then you got The Cable Guy, Liar Liar, The Truman Show in '98, mm-hmm. Simon Birch, and then Man on the Moon in '99. Mm-hmm. Comes out with How the Grinch Stole Christmas in 2000. That's a banger. We all know that. Uh, well, I I I really do I do like this movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I the I I think one thing that the '90s comedies has going for it mm. is the amount of iconic lines. Yeah, like the quotables from movies, like the the alrighty then. Alrighty then. It's, I mean, it's been 20 years, mm-hmm. and people still use it like every day, and it's like it hasn't gone anywhere. That's iconic. Mm. That's the definition of iconic. Mm. Fantastic movie. Well, and then they're just like such funny scenes. Like there's a scene where like he falls into the shark tank <laughs> yeah. and like he comes back out and like he's just soaking wet and like his clothes are ripped. He closes the door and he's like, Whoo, I would not go, go in, in there. there. <laughs> he's like <laughs> swinging his arm. Yeah. yeah. And this is really, uh, it's, it's really interesting because 
Jim Carrey in the 90s, but specifically in Ace Ventura, is also that, like, really, um, really, like, I guess, like, in your face, like, this is a joke situation. But I think yeah. this is funny. Like, I think Ace Ventura is funny. Mm. So maybe I just don't like Mike Myers. Maybe that's what I'm getting at there. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of other funny scenes from this movie. I, I think, like... It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, the butt-talking scene. The butt-talking? I feel like I remember a butt-talking scene. Yeah. It's been a while. There's a scene where, like, he's describing how, like, a murder happened. And he's, like, in an apartment building. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we don't believe you, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then uh, he's talking about like how like the the door is like double glass so you can't hear like screaming but yet there was a scene where she like a person heard screaming mm-hmm. um, and how the door was shut when they got there and they're like no that's not possible and then he goes out and he's like just like doing an <laughs> opera like oh, oh yeah and oh. nobody can see nobody can hear mm-hmm. yeah like it, it's just great that's and a, it's a Courtney really Cox movie. is in it too yeah she is yeah. Good movie, good movie. What do you got? What's your other one? And Sorry. then we're down to the finals. Down to the final two for final both of two. us. Um, this is the movie that I definitely swapped out for a different movie. I'm not going to mention the other movie because it doesn't even be said. Because uh, it's crap. <laughs> yeah. It is Mrs. Doubtfire. You put your name on Doubtfire, dear. Doubtfire. <laughs> I, I feel bad for a second. I've got to admit something to you. You've to, never seen this? No, I've seen it. Okay. I've seen it. I saw it a long time ago. I saw it when I was a kid. I started this movie on Tuesday and I got about 20 minutes through it. And then, uh, you know, and then we finished dinner. We had to like do the dishes and like got carried away with other things. Did not go finish the movie. The first 20 minutes though, let's, let's be real. Kind of intense. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you, if you like distinctly remember, but like, I just watched it like a few weeks ago. It's, it's pretty intense where it's like, Oh damn. Like his, his wife, so, you know, turned next wife. Yeah vicious mm-hmm. she is she's not messing around yeah she did not Damn. want him in their life at all she's like we're done this yeah. is it and yeah mm. funny opening though with him doing the voice doing the voice acting oh yeah oh, no you're choking me the, the cigarette smoke <laughs> i don't think anybody else in the world can do what robin williams did yep so yeah anyways 1993 uh starring robin williams uh directed by chris columbus um, fucking Chris Columbus, let's fucking yeah. go, baby. <laughs> uh, stars uh, Sally Field as well and Pierce Brosnan. Um, so you know, pretty solid cast there. Super solid. Um, essentially, like Robin Williams plays this voice actor who um, loses a job after not wanting to say what he, what yeah. they, what they wanted him to say, and he like comes back home. It's like his son's birthday, and so he decides to throw like a big party with like animals and all these different things and sally field is plays his wife comes home early because like the neighbor the stupid neighbor lady God, stupid neighbor yeah it comes back she ruined their marriage yeah she he, should feel yeah. totally guilty how dare she how dare she um <laughs> anyways uh yeah it comes up and like nope we're getting a divorce like i this is like you make me look like the bad guy blah blah um but he is so like Robin Williams character Daniel is just so in love with his kids and like wants to be a part of their life. He doesn't want to not be around them. Um, and so, but like he has such limited ability to see them because like he doesn't have a job, like in all these different things, he finds a job at like a, a studio, but like it's to do like boxing and shipping. Um, it doesn't sound very fun. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, Robin Williams, it doesn't sound very fun. Yeah. (laughs) 
anyways, he finds a way that he can like get back into the the kid's life by <laughs> dressing up as a older English woman by the name of Mrs. Doubtfire. You would deny a Doubtfire. <laughs> it's a genius idea. Yeah. Um. But his brother plays like a he has a brother in the film, and the brother is like a makeup artist dude. Um. And some of the tropes and funny parts that happens, like he like drops his mask, out, like the face mask that he uses for Mrs. Doubtfire mm-hmm. into like the, the streets and it gets ran over by like a, <laughs> a truck and like he brings it back and like, it's a new one. Like, it's just, I don't know. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like he uses like a, uh, whipped cream as a mask instead. Yeah. Hello. That's yeah. That's like one of the, one of the images on mm-hmm. IMDb here. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, I just think that Robin Williams is, I don't think another person could have done could have pulled this off mm. and i find out now like a, a couple years like or like just like a maybe a week or two ago and okay. i think it's starting to get this movement happening is that there it was a that robin williams had such the ability to do kind of whatever he wanted that they could have made mrs doubtfire a g a pg movie a pg-13 movie a r-rated movie and an nc-17 oh movie based off of his like like improv robin williams and there, i think there's this movement now of like i want to see release the yeah release, release the art release the nc-17 yeah maybe. let's go <laughs> so i like this is like it's coming back it's a resurgence like mrs doubtfire like let's Come, bring it let's yeah. go let's do this thing yeah he was st- i mean robin williams too if we're talking like 90s he's mm. stacked in the 90s i'll only give you a couple but he did he did hook mm-hmm. aladdin mrs doubtfire uh let's see jumanji and jack oh jackson flubber goodwill <laughs> hunting patch adams dead Society. bicentennial man dead Poets dead society not in 89 89 dead okay. see i i knew it was like close you were close but like i mean if we're talking 90s getting stacked like that's crazy too yeah he turning through the movies and they're all they're all dynamite yeah that's tough. And he's got a lot, like a lot of them are, are, you know, like on lists of like best, you know, or like most notable of movies. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I love Jumanji too. That's just a great movie. Jumanji. I just Robin Williams in general. Just great yeah. in general. Uh, okay. Here's the last one on my list before we make our definitive choices on what the best nineties comedy yep, is. Yep, yep, yep. Last one. I'm going to talk about dumb and dumber. You, Sa- you got to mention I, this one. I got to say, I got to say, I saved the best for last <laughs> when I was talking about this one. Again, Ben, ben Lawhorn thinks this is the best comedy of the 90s ever. Mm. We're going to talk about this question, but Jim Carrey again, Dumb and Dumber in his, in his, in his glorious 94 year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a t-shirt that says like Jim Carrey for president in 1994. Cause that's crazy stuff. I think, I think Dumb and Dumber with, uh man, what's his what's his name? Floyd. Yeah, Lloyd, n- Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd but, but, but what's the uh the actor's name? Uh, that not Jim Carrey. Oh, uh, how am I blanking? I just watched some Practical Dan- Jokers the other night. Jeff Daniel. Daniels. Yeah, yeah, and he's on one episode. So, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey together, hysterical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like the plot line of this of this movie of two idiots having to go to Aspen to like try to return something that's not theirs to really return and then they it's want to avoid being stalking. murdered like yeah well they don't know that so, they- well yeah like half stalking this chick all the way to aspen mm-hmm. is good it's hilarious and yeah it's just i mean it's so funny 
Everything about this movie is funny, and and but semi messed up at the same time. <laughs> like I think of like the the like they had to leave, um, and when they leave, like their the bird gets killed, and then they give the dead oh bird God, to yeah. like a blind kid. You're pretty bird, you're pretty bird. <laughs> it is so so brutal. And then you see it later on the news, <laughs> and like when Jeff Daniels like catches on fire at the mm. gas station, and mm. he's trying to get the the woman's number. For the love of God, just give me the phone number. <laughs> is is super funny and this is good like this and then the one you're about to talk about are ones that i i grew up watching with my dad yeah and i very like very you know you have that like nostalgia connection to mm. them of of like oh these are just going to be forever an iconic comedy movie yeah and, like in my life that's just how it is mm. i think dumb and dumber out of most of the 90s movies i think it aged pretty well i think most of it aged pretty well because there's not like Maybe from what I remember, there there is, I know that there is some, but like there's not a massive like overarching trope of like this, you know, sexualization of like none of this is okay. Uh, there's I mean, a lot of I they mean, follow a, a, a woman <laughs> they go all the way to Aspen for this woman. And then yeah. there is definitely a scene I think where she's in her underwear. Oh yeah, that's true. And yeah. But still. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> pretty funny movie. There, there's what? so many quotes of the, like there are like you're saying I have a chance. That's mm-hmm. I mean that's gold. There's the uh, big gulp song, <laughs> big gulp song, and you know that was ad libbed. Yeah, by I know. Jim Carrey. Yeah, and then he just like walks back in the car, like keeps phoning a movie. Yeah, that's crazy to me. So I big gulp song. I was all play, right. I was playing the. Do you know the blockbuster game? Like there's this like board game like thing. At, oh that they yeah, sell yeah, at yeah. The store. Um, it basically like how the game works is like there's like a a quote it a like acted out and like there's a one word thing okay um and dumb and dumber was in like the quote it section so i had to quote it to my team member to guess what it was and i just said big gulps huh and they had no idea what had no idea get a new team member get him out of here it was my roommate nick i was like how the god damn it nick Pull it together, guy. Yep. How do you not know that? Right? Big Gulps, huh? That's oh that's God, a classic that's a line. Classic. Um, I, I don't even watch '90s comedies, and that's a classic. <laughs> Go on. Uh, and then also, but no one at the table on the other team didn't even know <sighs> you what it get was. A new, you I was get like, a new how do you not know this? This is, this is gold. <laughs> how do you not? And like you being you being you, you're probably just like that's the only quote I'm gonna say. Like, but well, I'm gonna you, get you stuck can, in. You can only say one quote. Oh, yeah, I thought I you like, could like choose. You know, change like multiple. Oh. Anyways. But then you have like the the most annoying song in the world, <laughs> the, yeah. like Ma uh, King Bird, Bird. yeah. <laughs> and the guy who Mike Starr, mm-hmm. the guy who plays Joe Mantalino, Mantalino. Anyway, he's like you know like the mafia guy yeah. kind of ish. He also plays a mafia boss on The Office, mm-hmm. while well, an insurance salesman. But he's definitely a mafia boss. He's so he's perfect for that role. Oh, Something yeah. about his face. <laughs> Something about his face. He's in Ed Wood as well. That's. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh, okay, what's the what's the All last right. one? Last we... one for me is Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. So this is uh, released in 1995. Uh, Peter, directed by Peter Segal, stars the two wonderful Chris Farley and David Spade. Um, essentially, Tommy Boy, the God. the main character Tommy, is this dim witted, uh, like oversized, <laughs> oversized. man child um, yeah. that takes like eight years to graduate college. Um, and then finally comes back home after those eight years to um, to his dad, who is getting married to like a, a little bit younger of a woman who has a much, a much has 
quote unquote, <laughs> a older son that is the age of uh, Tommy. Yep. And played by Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe again. Freaking douchebag. Freaking in this. Rob yeah. Lowe. <laughs> um, he plays this character. Uh, like he comes back and then all of a sudden his dad passes away. Like during the wedding. Yep, yep. And so he then Tommy is now in charge of his dad's big uh, break company um, that focuses on like what is making it? O- breaks. Is it O'Callahan? Callahan, uh, Callahan is the uh, bigger. Okay. I think. Like, oh, the one trying like to the, bu- the like one trying buy to buy out, out yeah. the local. All right, all right. Um, and so essentially what has to happen is that he has to because everyone believed in his dad, but no one believes in him. Um, has to go on this like road trip to like basically sell all these things uh, by a certain time frame in order to keep the company. And uh, he brings along David Spade's character who plays like this uptight like character um, that just doesn't have fun. Uh, played by, named Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> but it, it's just hilarious. Like there's so many great scenes. So like the one I think that you're quoting is when he, they're in the hotel room yeah. and he's like, Richard, what are you doing? <laughs> Richard. <laughs> like, yeah. and then it's just making mass masturbating jokes yeah. like, the whole entire time. <laughs> and too, there's, a, I, I don't know if it's like a same, the same scene are really close by when, uh, Dave Spade like goes to get coffee for them and mm-hmm. like comes back and does the housekeeping bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Chris Farley's like, "Go away!" <laughs> like, housekeeping, housekeeping <laughs> is is so funny. And like you know the the um, what is it? Uh, big man in a little jacket. Um, big guy yeah. in a little coat. <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh my god! It, the, I really and this especially like. I, I grew up with my dad watching this movie. Like mm-hmm. he is a massive Chris Chris Farley fan, and um, in terms of like theatrical you know successes and movies that Chris Farley made, like this this is kind of like the big one. Yeah. And uh, and so I just I just have you know and I have memories of watching this with my dad and like him just like dying of laughter. And so like mm-hmm. naturally I'm like oh this movie's hilarious. Yeah. Like you know I think it's so funny. And now watching it as an adult, it's hilarious. Oh yeah. It's truly truly just really good and and again with the, with like the whole SNL situation of mm-hmm. like they have this SNL kind of chemistry that they work together mm-hmm. and they do it well on SNL and they're like let's just make a freaking funny movie yeah and I feel like the 90s had really had that going for it they where did. they're like let's just make a funny movie yeah like, like, like nothing good, else going for it except that a lot of good duo movies like people that like work really well together that already worked well together so absolutely no, Tommy boy. I'm thinking about uh, like the scene where he's like trying to sell brakes to one guy, and like he has yeah. there's toy cars in front of him, and he just like crashes him, <laughs> and like calls like he's like, and then the paddy wagon comes <laughs> in and gets the kid, and like the newbie, the rookie's on the side puking, going, "Oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> like, that was really good, actually. Yeah. That was really mm-hmm. good. Uh, yeah, yep. I. I mean, Chris Farley, I, you know, one of the many gone too soon, obviously. Mm. Um, and he's, and uh, I mean, he, Beverly Hills Ninja as yep. well in 97. That's on Netflix right now too. Ooh, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh, and then Black Sheep. I haven't seen Black Sheep. Black Sheep is Also with like, David Spade. Yeah, they kind of consider that close to being. Um, like a Tommy Boy 2 yeah. situation. I kind of figured. Uh, wonderful, wonderful film. Let's, let's hash it out real quick. I, I have an answer. I know you have an answer. Mm. Best. 90s comedy of the movie. It can, it it can be on the list. It doesn't have to be on the list. I'll let you I'll let you free float. Mm-hmm. But what in your eyes? Because you are kind of 
you're the authority on this topic here. <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. What's the best 90s comedy movie in your eyes? Oh, definitely Tommy Boy. <laughs> no stutter. Did I stutter? Mm-hmm. Tommy Boy. Yeah. Bop. Well, okay. So for the listeners to understand what was happening throughout the week, we were texting back and forth. And uh, I multiple times told Ethan, I'm like, I am the one talking about Tommy Boy. Like I've called yeah. it. I have plat my flag. Like you can pick whatever else you want to talk That's about. Me. But I got Tommy Boy. Yeah, and right, rightfully so. So I gotta go. I gotta go with Tommy Boy or Dumb and Dumber, and I'm going with Tommy Boy. I gotta agree with you. Best best comedy of the '90s. Mm-hmm. Ben, uh, I'm sorry, Dumb and Dumber, very close second for me. Yeah, no, very it, it's, close. It's second. up there. It's, I'm, I'm not saying it's. It's not, up there. I think Wayne's World for me would be the close, like second, and maybe okay. Dumb and Dumber, like thir- like three, because um, I've watched those movies over and over and over again i mean there's definitely great comedy movies but i think of like ones i've watched so many times yeah i think 90s too is just like golden age for comedies in general like i said like they're just it's just a lot of funny people saying like let's just make a funny movie mm-hmm. and like let's let's just do that and they did that and that yeah. was that was that and they made amazing really yeah. funny movies mm-hmm. um next week we are talking godzilla versus kong yep we're gonna review the movie yep i i just want to get it on the record right now who do you want to win? Because I've heard there is a winner. I've from from like you know the the very vague reviews that you know people are like allowed to say. There's a definitive winner in the movie. I want to say Godzilla. Is who you want to win or who you think is going to win? I both. <laughs> okay, all right. That, okay, that's that, good. I I semi think that King Kong's gonna win just because like the whole idea that like he gets king that the king title to king kong because okay. before he's always been referred to as kong just kong yeah that would make sense so if i'm gonna like i i think i like godzilla a little bit more just because of mm-hmm. i mean he has freaking like nuclear he's like blast. laser beams yeah like how does a a creature that's just strong beat that like that's to me like i mean king kong's got one thing going for him he's got opposable thumbs that godzilla does not so we, I mean I haven't studied his <laughs> his like yeah. his genealogy. You don't know exactly what I'm gonna. I'm going in, in the Kong camp here, so we're gonna be split. You think Godzilla's gonna win? I think Kong is gonna win. This is gonna make for a good review, a good <laughs> podcast next week. I really do. I do think Kong is gonna win, and I'm gonna try my best to see this in the theater. You're gonna see it at home because mm-hmm. your home setup is basically a theater, and it's free for me, and it's free. You know, and I. I will give away my hard-earned money so I can go to a movie theater um, and see this. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. So you think Godzilla? I mm-hmm. think Kong. Mm-hmm. Battle Royale. <laughs> that was our final take. You can always send us your final take through social media. We are at Final Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Helps us become more discoverable. Do it. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Like I said, next week, we're giving a full, result, uh, full review on Godzilla versus Kong. I'm excited. You should be excited. Oh, yeah. New it's movie. A, new movie. New movie. So always fun. Yeah. Always loving for new movies. Man. Also, I'm also really excited for Mortal Kombat that's coming out in like a couple weeks, too. No, like, let's go. We're talking about that for sure. Yeah, we got a couple good <laughs> movies down the pipeline here. Uh, yeah, it should be exciting. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Be sure to stay safe, and uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Go watch some movies. Ciao. Bye.